Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands. Why is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking.
What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Dynamite Holiday Bash post-show for December 22nd, 2021. I am your host, JD, from New York, joined by my very good friend, as always, the guy who apparently thinks he could cook better tacos than me, Jesse. What's going on, man? Bro, 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 where's your sour cream? Who do who? Okay, where's your sour let's, cream, bro? Let's let's start let's start right there. Who puts fucking sour cream on taco? Oh, everybody, bro. Everybody. Everybody. With people with no fucking balls. Why do you need what are sour? You, cream? What are you talking about? Nice sour cream spread on the bottom. I'm not. I'm not talking about like a dollop on top. Like it's gotta be. It's gotta be mixed in. No, bro. You put sour cream on when you can't take the fucking heat of the taco. So who's making spicy? Who's making pussy? Who's making spicy tacos? Heat. Who's making spicy tacos? You don't. All right. This is my last day here. You you can't (laughs) do spicy tacos. Oh man, bro. You're gonna make you're gonna make me cough, man. You're gonna make me cough on stream. This fucking guy. Where's you, you your eat. beans? Where's your rice? I seen a little pico. Apparently, uh, not not too much. Uh, what, what kind of tacos you making over there? You eat pussy fried, mild tacos with sour cream. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a big hot sauce guy. I like a yeah, little. Yeah. I like a little heat, but I don't want to burn my fucking yeah. mouth. Yeah, but uh, pussy fight. That's what I said. Yeah, okay. same thing. Okay. It's okay. okay. It's right, okay, listen. man. All right. Not everybody. Not everybody can be a man and eat real tacos, man. But it's okay. All it's right. okay, man. It's all good. All right. Listen, we'll, we'll give Thunder Rose one of these tacos, and then when she uh, doesn't like it, then you get a DDT right there in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Nobody is <laughs> never just like. That. Anyway, man. Not here to talk about tacos tonight's yeah. show. Tonight's show is in the books. Holiday Bash 2021 was quite the success. And uh, I think we could actually start using the word undisputed again, bro. My goodness, man. A tear came down my eye. A tear of joy. A tear of uh, anger and pain rolled down the face of Paul Levesque at some point this evening. Kyle O'Reilly makes his debut in AEW, and it looks like we may have the next major storyline in AEW taking shape. This is going to be fucking great, man. It is such a beautiful fucking thing to see the Undisputed Era, minus Roddy, of course. The Undisputed Era, three-fourths of the Undisputed Era back on AEW television. This, I mean, now we know why Bobby Fish was brought in. It was a foreshadowing for Kyle O'Reilly. This is going to be fucking tremendous, man. I, I cannot wait till Kenny Omega comes back because you know exactly where this is going. Yeah, I actually would have liked it better if him and Fish came in together. But that's just me looking for perfection in every little thing. But yeah, um, we all know where this is. Well, I mean, we don't all know where it's headed. We all thought we knew where it's headed, but now we kind of see where it's headed right now. Um, I mean, at least to me, it looks like the Bucks are getting ready for a face turn, and the um, the undisputed elite is going to be the new uh, immature assholes running around uh, AEW. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, I don't think they were really immature 
on NXT, they, but they, they were they weren't immature. They weren't immature like the elite. They yeah. were definitely assholes. But yeah, they, they were they were not on the immature side. No, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I think uh, I think you put it uh, really really well um, via text to me during the show. The, this may be the real undisputed era that we have been kind of. Um, you know, I, I would say they should have been on the main roster. We we've been uh, unfortunate to not get them at full strength and not used properly. This is Tony Khan's chance to now just take what Triple H did and kind of give us the undisputed era that we all as a fan base deserved following their stint in NXT. I mean, this is um, this is something that I was looking forward to uh, for weeks, ever since his contract news was uh, making headlines. And Adam Cole, this is going to bring him to the next level. Red Dragon, another tag team added to AEW's tag team division. And then Kenny Omega comes back. He's uh, he's going to be right in there with a, uh, a top-tier storyline once he comes back. And it has nothing to do with the world championship. It may actually be more, more uh, I would say, I don't want to say more important than the AEW title, but I think it would be more, and it should be more uh, important. I, don't, I, don't, I want to say important, but not important. It, a little bit more fruitful, I, I would say, you know, because he doesn't need to be in the world championship situation. And now this is going to be pretty much control of, I guess the elite or who who's the most powerful faction in all of AEW. Yeah, yeah, he'll be in a he'll be in a in a heated uh, story driven blood feud. So it'll be it'll be important. Um, I'm not sure which way they go from here. I mean, if I had to guess at it, I would say that the um, the Bucks are getting ready to take a hiatus along with Kenny. I would say the um, the the undisputed elite, you know, whatever they decide to call themselves, they probably kill the Bucks off TV for a while, and then all three of them. The Bucks and Kenny come back together later on to feud with the uh, with the new elite. Yeah, I actually I actually like that. I, I mean, I don't know how um, how banged up Matt and Nick Jackson are, but I think that would be beneficial. And just like Kenny Omega, I mean, we don't. We, I mean, we miss Kenny Omega, but it's not like he's fucking missed on the show. I mean, look how much talent this company has. Same thing would apply to the Young Bucks if if Red Dragon takes them out and they go on hiatus for six to eight weeks. I mean, are you yeah. going to miss them? No. Yeah. Look, look how many other tag teams they have to take their spot. Now it all makes sense and it flows. You know, it gives the the um, the undisputed elite time to you know, um, you know, get their feet wet. You know, just making establish themselves as heel on the brand and everything else. Um, it gives the Bucks time to heal. I mean, they're always banged up. They're always fucking banged up, bro. Um, one of them had legit, you know, heel injury they were trying to recover from. But the longer they're gone, for me, the longer they're gone, the better. And in sense of every week that they're gone, the pop when they return will be that much fucking bigger. Yeah. That much bigger. Yeah. Well, are you thinking possible trios championships next year with these uh, six men? Oh, my God. Dude. It, I mean, they are clearly forming them. They're setting the ground for the trios titles. Yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, with, with Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish. And then you got the Bucks and Kenny coming back, and I'm not even going to start to list all of the other trios they got going on in this company. I mean, for right now, for me, the trios titles are the most is the most interesting division, and 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 in the company, and the titles don't even exist yet. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know why they did the TBS championship first before the trio championships, but. Uh, I mean, uh, there, there's uh, so much to even think about with Kyle O'Reilly coming in. And he looked absolutely thrilled to be there. He looked uh, fresh as a daisy. Uh, he's probably uh, counting his blessings. He doesn't have to see fucking Von Wagner anymore. 
Uh, it's uh, it's just a great pickup for AEW. And Tony Khan said that there were going to be surprises tonight. There was going to be a night of really great professional wrestling. And he uh, he delivered pretty much on everything, including a major announcement <clears throat> that we got with Brian Danielson and Adam Hagman Page. That match is taking place, Jesse. The round two of the AEW championship between those two guys, TBS, January 5th. But the caveat this time, 60 minutes. And if it does go 60 minutes, which I don't think it will, there will be judges to pick a winner. Now, what do you think about that uh, That major news dropped by Brian tonight? Do you, do, you, do you like that? Are you in favor of judges in world championship professional wrestling matches? I'm, I'm not opposed to judges, but um, here's what I would have done a little bit differently here. Um, they should have just gone on and done the Iron Man match. And, and I'll explain why. Because if you if you bring if they, they did a one hour Broadway. All right. So now it's time for the next match. So now you got to up the ante. So now you can't go out and do a 10 minute squash. That's out of the goddamn question. So everybody's expecting another in you know, another clinic. So just do the Iron Man match, because now when you bring in judges, you can't bring in judges and then say, OK, they had no role in the match because you just brought them out there for no fucking reason. So now there needs to be another draw Well, you're not going to you know, book another match and just happen to have it come to another one hour draw. I mean, that would be just too fucking coincidental. But if you just plan the Iron Man match and bring the judges out there and then just say the judges are there in case the match ends in a tie because there won't be any OT. Well, I mean, the judges could be out there and not be used. I mean, they, they, they're just there as a backup. I mean, Man, what was it, the fucking point? To give, the, was, to give you the illusion that it may go 60 minutes, but it's not. I don't think it's going to go another 60 fucking minutes. No, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it would naturally. That's why I think they should go ahead and put the Iron Man step in. And in the event that it ends in a tie, then you have the judges. But just bringing them out. And then having the match end decisively, like, well, why did you fly these people out here or bring these people out here? Or what was the, what was the fucking point? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it either, but uh, I get what you're saying. I, I don't think it's really that big of a deal if they're there or not. But it's like a, it's, it's like a it's it's a, it's like a caveat to 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 wrestling one on one. It's if you bring it's like if you if you bring a cake out, what's gonna happen with that fucking cake? Why do if you bring a cake out to a pro wrestling ring? Yeah, it, it's somebody. It's, it's, it's going. It's, it, it, it's going all over somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, so you wouldn't bring a cake out and then not use it, would you? Uh, you wouldn't put. No. A, you wouldn't put a table up and then not do the spot. Don't yeah. bring judges out and then not have them be involved. In the match. Yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Um, maybe they're just there to to add uh, a different aspect to the match, and they may not even be used. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like judging in pro wrestling. The only judge I want to see is the one, two, three, by the referee, and then the, and then the winner's hand raised. But you I know, live with. I can live with judging. I just don't know if I want to see it legit. Like I want to see like some fucking judge fucking turn heel or some shit. Just make it pro wrestling. Well, it, it really depends. It, it really depends on who the fucking judges are. Like I don't. Yeah, who, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who the judges are going to be. Yeah, yeah. Just just make it just make it real pro wrestling, you know. Make, I mean, you know, get get three judges, one baby face, one heel, and one we thought was neutral, and have them turn. Just make it fucking interesting. You, I mean, I'm just not a fan of trotting the judges out here, giving them interests and everything else, then have them all sitting there. Then we got to cut to them every fucking five minutes. Then they had nothing to do with the match. 
Now, are you surprised this match is happening on TBS and not at either A, Battle of the Belts, or B, Revolution? Do we get a, do we get a clear, decisive winner on January 5th with Paige winning? And if he does win, who does he, who does he defend the title against at Revolution? Being that we got, we'll, we'll have another like six or seven weeks till that. I'm sure Tony Khan has something planned. He's got plenty of time to find an opponent for Paige at Revolution. But do we, do we get this match again, maybe? Or is this it? I mean, if I had to guess at it, I would say they'd make it a trilogy. I mean, but at the same time, they could end it right here because this the first one was a tie, so it's not like there's going to be a, a need for a rubber match. Yeah. But the thing about it is, if we get a clean win, then we either have a new champion or Hangman won, so there's no need for a third match. Yeah. I mean, if we get another draw, I mean, I'm going to call bullshit on that one. That that That's not, that's not going to work for me. Well, the, the, the way the way that I see it is, I, I do think we get a trilogy because I, I don't think we're getting MJF versus CM Punk before Revolution. And the only other man that I would think is in contention for the title is, is MJF. And MJF is not getting the championship match yet. I would assume that's at double or nothing. But I do think we get a trilogy because if, if, if this goes to a, a third match, then we'll, def- then we'll definitely get... Um, MJF and Punk at Revolution. And if Paige wins, I mean, who else is there for Paige to wrestle? Adam Cole. He, he's, he, yeah, that, that, that could work. But then you don't, want really, you don't really want to put Adam Cole in a position to not win the world championship. Like, if, no, you if, 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 you, if you give him a world championship situation, he wins the world championship. No, 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 definitely. But at the same time, if they plan on bringing back um, Kenny and the Bucks to feud with the undisputed elite then putting the title on Cole would just make it that much better. Oh, I, I Listen, I agree with that. Um, if that's the Cole, but I agree. But now I agree that it's too soon to take the title off of Mox. Uh, off of Mox. It's too soon to take the title off of Hangman, and I don't want to see Cole losing the title match either. So I'm with yeah. you on that one. I mean, there are there are other opponents we uh, we haven't mentioned. Moxley could be a an opponent. Miro could Moxley be an could opponent. Be so he's taking um, bookings somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Did I see that? Uh, right? Well, I don't know if he's taking bookings, but I know Killer Cross has said that there will be another match between those two at some point. Uh, another guy that could wrestle for the world championship, and uh, I'd I'd absolutely love to see the match is Al- um, Malachi Black. You know, yeah. Malachi there Black versus Page. I mean, that would be one hell of a fucking match. That's if they can they can they can drag that out a couple of months at least a- absolutely. So uh, there's a, there's a couple of ways we could go about it. Uh, that was announced tonight. We got a great main event. What do you think of that main event tonight? That six man uh, that six man tag that trios match, man. Are you still in disbelief with how WWE has dropped the ball on fucking Sting when they had him and didn't want to use him? I mean, look at what this guy has been able to do in AEW in the first year that he's been there. I mean, he looks like uh, he hasn't even lost a fucking step. I'm not surprised at all that they, that they dropped the ball there. I, I, I listened to your NXT review, and you said something about Braun Breaker being just, just basically idiot-proof and not even WWE could mess that one up. I laughed in your fucking face. What have you been for? You think that they can't mess something up. That's what... <laughs> It doesn't shock me that they messed Listen, up. Listen, I, I, I <laughs> you know, it, uh, the way, the way, the way that I said it is, you know, Breaker, Breaker is a is a hand appointed guy by Vince and Bruce. It, it, they're not gonna, they're not gonna genuinely fuck it up like they did a Cross or they did a Keith Lee. 
They're, they're going to use that and they're going to build it and they're going to try and make it successful because it's theirs. It's if this was if Braun Breaker was Triple H's, then yeah, I'd say that they'd probably fail. They 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 they'd let him fail. But that he's a, he's a uh, Vince guy. That's why I said that that he's fucking Vince proof. How could you fuck him up? Who's who's the, who's the most over the best and the most popular talent in all of WWE? Who's the best, the most popular talent in all of WWE? Yes. Right now, who's the who's the best thing in all of WWE right now? On the main roster? Yes. Roman Reigns. And they spent six years of that man's career doing what? Fucking up his career. It wasn't until the last couple of years or so when they finally did it right and they finally started making it work. They were booking Roman the wrong fucking way for over five years. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... I mean, that's a... That's not... And that's their boy. That's their boy. That's their boy more than Braun Breaker will ever be. Will be. He's homegrown. Roman is their guy. Roman well, that was just sheer grown. ignorance, and they were looking for the next John Cena. That's what they were doing there. Roman was never going to be the next John Cena. He still isn't even the next John Cena. No, no. But they had the utmost faith, the utmost. I mean, they, they gave this guy. They put, they put 14 rocket packs on this guy, and they still botched his career years all they had to do was do what they did recently do that years ago you know i mean thank god for paul Heyman and this creative genius that we fell in love with the gimmick they created but they spent years trying to ruin roman and you think they won't fuck up a braun breaker i don't think braun breaker is gonna get fucked up they will fuck him up if there's a way to fuck him up they'll fuck him up i like braun i mean from what i've seen i think breakers I mean, like you say he's got talent i mean from what i've looked at from what i've seen i like him well, well listen i mean anybody i i don't really I, I anybody that goes to monday night raw i don't really uh have uh any faith in anything that happens on that fucking show so i mean i could be i could be just talking out my ass here but what i'm talking about you know it, it's it's a vince and bruce produced project i don't think they're gonna fail it as bad as if it was a triple h thing yeah roman you're correct on roman but i'll give you this much they won't intentionally try to bury yes. Braun Breaker. Yes. They will do what they think is best, and then they will fuck him up that way. Yeah, with Roman, I mean, uh, yeah, Roman, you know, has come out several times and said that he wanted to be who he is now years ago, but they didn't allow him because Vince was stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to ruin Suffering succotash and writing this all, all this hideous shit for him. I mean. They tried hard to ruin Roman. I think they can easily ruin Braun Breaker. You know, so, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they ruined Sting. I mean, as a matter of fact, we expected it. I mean, what are you going to do? Put Sting in a feud with The Undertaker or make Sting look better than their than their mysterious guy, The Undertaker? They're, no, 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 no. Sting was always done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Sting was always done because he was a WCW guy. But, I mean, it, it just goes to show you that WWE didn't love professional wrestling. They never loved professional wrestling. Sting is professional wrestling. Tony Khan appreciates professional wrestling, and that's why he's given Sting the platform to go out there at, uh, at the age of 60-plus and continue to wow us. I mean, I, I, I can't believe the half the shit this guy's still doing. Yeah, I, I like it. You know, we don't, we don't see Sting out there very much. We don't see them in the main events of a major pay-per-view, you know, in Saudi Arabia somewhere, no. you know, beating our, you know, the world champion. You know, he's in the fun six-man tag. You know, he's out there, you know, trading face paint and T-shirt. They're out there fucking having fun. And they're making Sting look good for a night. 
and we probably won't see you staying in the ring for weeks upon weeks while he comes out there with Darby. I couldn't imagine a better way for a legend like Sting to be booked in the current meta, you know, in the current version of wrestling that AEW is doing right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, really a beautiful thing to see. And what'd you think of uh, Tony Khan keeping CM Punk and MJF away from each other that entire match? They didn't touch once. I was when the match started. I legit, I was getting ready to text you, and I always text you shit like this, so you know I'm not bullshitting. I was sitting there saying. I wonder if they're going to try to keep these guys apart in this match because they need to. Mm-hmm. And then one of my kids came and distracted me and I didn't. But yeah, they need to keep them apart. And they did. I think that was a pretty damn good job. I mean, did you enjoy the uh, the, the run into the crowd? Did you think that was a little overdone or was, did they do was, it perfect? That, that was kind of you know, comical. That was that was comedic. I mean, I mean, that's just I MJF. I mean, that's just MJF yeah. being a coward. Yeah, it, it just, I mean, it is. I mean, all the way through the, you know, concourse and everything else. Like, come on. It, but it is what it is. I mean, I get it. You know, the Cowardly Heels going to run away. You know, but I'm like, it, it, it's, I mean, again, did I like it? I thought it was kind of cheesy. But am I going to shit on it? No. Why? Because we don't get stuff like this week in and week out. No. All right. So, you know, for the people out there, oh, if that was the 24-7 title thing, you'd be shitting all over it. Yeah, because every week they send people out there to do a 24-7 chase, and it's fucking ridiculous. If they do scenes like this every week and Dynamite, I'll gladly shit on it. You know, so. But it fit into the character, it fit into the mold, fit into the story, and then accomplished what they wanted to accomplish, which was keeping those two apart. So, I can't hate it. No, I thought it was uh, I thought it was an excellent main event tonight, that trio's match. Also, we had uh, Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose, TBS semifinal match. Winner of that match goes on to wrestle Thunder Rosa or Jade Cargill. That's happening at the New Year's Bash. And then we had uh, Malachi Black today against uh, Griff Garrison. And uh, I don't know, man. You said something about Julia Hart. We'll get into it in a little bit. Uh, you think Julia Hart is headed towards the House of Black? Yeah, yeah, just by her, by her, by her, um, her absence alone. Just by her um, absence alone. By her absence, she she can't be on TV because she got sprayed. And Griff went out there and took a beating for her. And then you know, you know, I'm sure Brian Pillman will take a beating for her and everything else. But then when she returns, she's going to turn on them both. I I could definitely see it happening. Well, we'll talk about it in a little bit because uh, Malachi destroyed both the blondes tonight. So. We'll get and into that. In, and he didn't spit in their face at all. No, he did not spit in their face. Nope. He did not spit in their face, but he spit in Julia's face. Yes, and he she's did. Gonna sh- she's going to show back up with a new gimmick. Well, we'll get into that in just a little bit, guys. I want to thank you so very much for joining us tonight. As always, on the post show, we got 2,000 plus in the venue tonight. I appreciate you all. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up, man. We got 568 likes on the live stream chat. Let's try for a thousand. Easy, a thousand. So if you guys are in here and have not hit the thumbs up, please hit that thumbs up right now. It helps out the video tremendously. Also, make sure you guys get your super chats in. Get those super chats in. We'll hang out at the end of the show and go over them all. Let us know what you thought of tonight's Holiday Bash AEW Dynamite. So get your super chats in. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for all notifications. Make sure you guys continue to hit that join button as well and sit VIP with me in the venue, man. You guys get access to those emotes and those custom OTS badges to show off your VIP status. So make sure you guys hit that join button as well. 
Go check out all the other videos that you might have missed on the channel. Got Monday Night Raw on Monday. NXT last night. We're here for Dynamite, obviously, tonight. I may be live with a special live stream tomorrow night because I'm not going to be around so much at the end of this month. And then Friday, I'll be live with SmackDown. And then uh, Saturday, I will not be covering Rampage on Christmas Day because it is Christmas. But uh, I will be watching. And hopefully, uh, Cody Rhodes defeats Sammy Guevara for the TNT title and confirms his heel turn. So that's what I'm hoping for there. I'm rooting for, I'm actually rooting for Cody as well. Me too. So uh, make sure you guys check out all that content and the content coming up as well on the channel. Anything you missed is on the homepage right now. Go get your t-shirts, man. Bonfire.com is the exclusive home of Off the Scripts. Those OTS Black and White and Wolfpack LTB Red and Black. Available now on Bonfire.com. Go and pick up your new designs, new t-shirts today. Also, make sure you guys check out today's sponsor, man, Audible, audibletrial.com slash script. Make sure you guys sign up. 30 days free of their service and one free audio book of your choice. You guys can cancel anytime within that 30 days and still get to keep your audio book for free. It is audibletrial.com slash script. Jesse, we're going to start off with Adam Colbebe and Orange Cassidy. This was the opening match of tonight's Dynamite. And I thought this was a very good match. I mean, anything Adam Cole is in is usually always very good. But this went over 15 minutes or so. And it was it was very good. And then obviously up until the end, it was the one part that we were all waiting for. The exciting debut of Kyle O'Reilly coming over from WWE and joining AEW. We got some of the you know silly Orange Cassidy shenanigans, the you know hands in the pocket, and Adam Cole did his bay bay, and they were going back and forth, and they tried to one up each other, and then Cole countered a corner escape into a backstabber. Orange Cassidy then started to come back by pushing Cole off the top rope, hitting a swinging DDT. The Bucks and Brandon Cutler came out, and they walked down the ramp. So Orange dove onto Cutler. And the best friends, and he dove to onto everybody, took them all out. Distraction was enough to allow Cole to repeatedly throw Orange Cassidy into the ringside steel steps. Orange Cassidy then avoided a running knee attempt. Cole went knee first into the steps, and uh, they were back in the ring soon thereafter. A forearm exchange. Cassidy did some of his fake strikes, quote-unquote. Orange avoided a thrust kick, hit one of his own. Cole turned the follow-up into a Yushi Garoshi, which is one of his signature moves. He went for a cover there, got a two-count. Cole landed a pump kick. Orange counted a suplex into a stunner and then hit a diving DDT for two. Cole hit another Yushi Garoshi and a pump kick. Orange cradled him and hit a Michinoku driver for a two-count. He then put his shades on, climbed the top rope, and dove right into a super kick. Cole then hit a Panama Sunrise. He went for a very cocky pin where he Mocked putting his hands in his pockets, and Orange Cassidy kicked out of a great near fall. So then he pulls down his knee pad. He went for the, for the boom drop. Uh, Orange avoided it. He hit beach break for a near fall of his own. He set up for the Orange punch. Cole rolled to the floor. Bobby Fish ran out and distracted the official, allowing Kyle O'Reilly to make his debut. He ran in, 
And it was a great camera shot. The fans knew what was happening. Uh, I don't know where he came from, if he came from the crowd or if he came from underneath the ring, but there was this great shot of him just standing in the background. And Kyle O'Reilly was there. He took out Orange. Cole landed the boom for the win. One, two, three. Adam Cole beats Orange Cassidy. After the match, O'Reilly beat down Orange Cassidy. And Cole pulled him off. It looked like they were going to go at it. It actually brought me back to their feud in NXT because Cole put over O'Reilly on his way out of NXT. And the best friends ran down and brawled with the former Undisputed Era guys. But Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish got the advantage and took out Trent with the high-low, which looked brutal. They all stood together, Jesse in the ring, and the Young Bucks walked out, and they did not know what to think. And Adam Cole almost had, I don't, I don't know what type of look you would call that, Jesse. What do you call it? Almost a guilty look on Cole's face, or, or if it was, it was a look of, yeah, these are my guys, and this is the way it's going to be, type of look. I was honestly a little confused by the reaction Cole gave. I mean, it's, it's like it, he gave to Kyle, like, like. What are you doing here? You know, type look. And then he went back to beating down the best friends. And he turned to the Bucks like, why is he here? You know, like he was upset with them. But then he left with them. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and Cole Cole pretty much promised the gift, right? I'm assuming O'Reilly was the gift. Yeah, I mean, that's what the commentators said. They, were, they, they kept bringing it up over and over. Like, this must be the gift. This must be the gift. You know, but it. He seems like he was upset that he was there, and he was upset that the Bucks brought him, but then he left with them because, I don't know, I don't know. But nonetheless, it still looks like there's, I mean, he left with, he left with O'Reilly and Fish and not the Bucks, so that's that. That's that. At the end of it, that's all I care about. So he left without the Bucks, so I'm looking at this, these guys versus these guys, the way they ended the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is definitely going to pique a lot of people's interest, and... We already have a match with these three guys at the New Year's Bash show. It's going to be Fish, O'Reilly, and Cole against the best friends in a trios match. So that should be awesome. But um, how soon do you see inner turmoil happening between Adam Cole and, and the Young Bucks? You, you, you think this is going to be an immediate thing? You think there's going to be yeah. an undisputed elite type of faction for a little bit? Or is there going to be a complete split away, the Bucks and... Uh, the undisputed era are going to go their separate ways immediately. I, I see it as immediately. I mean, if 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 things are going the way that you know I'm thinking they're going to go, I see it do it immediately to. I mean, just just to start the storyline because keeping them together is just prolonging the angle that you eventually want to take. And it seems like they already have an easy way to take that angle now. So why buddy them back up just to break them back up? Yeah. There seems to be tension already. Go ahead and do the, the the split. Go ahead and kill the Bucks. They can go away with Kenny. You know, they can go enjoy some time off into the new year. You know, get reset and everything else. Come back strong for revolution. I say around revolution. Now, do you mean do you mean kill them in a match? Have, have Red Dragon beat the young Bucks in a match and then have them no go match. away? Or or you just no. beat the shit out of them like uh like a yeah. attack? Yeah, no match. It's got it's gotta be just an attack. We don't want a match where there's a winner and a just just do an attack and then, and, and just get just get him off TV. This is a great thing, man. I'm 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 super excited for this, man. You know, you know, nobody really understands how great Undisputed Era was, man. A lot of people kind of, you know, like, oh my God, they're vanilla midgets. So Adam Cole's a vanilla midget. Undisputed Era was probably the best stable in all of WWE uh, since the day of or the days of the Shield and, and the Wyatts. 
I mean, they, they were they were better than the New Day. They they are better than the New Day, in my honest opinion. They they ran NXT. NXT felt like it was fucking on top of the world with them leading the brand. I don't I don't really I don't really think people understand how big of a deal it is for these guys to be on TV together. And this yeah. this this is a former WWE act that they fucking failed. Not not Triple H per se, but they 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 didn't want anything to do with these guys on the main roster. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would put Undisputed Era better than the New Day. I would definitely say that the Undisputed Era were booked and treated better than New Day while they were in NXT. Um, I think as far as like pound for pound, like just the better stable. I think if New Day had you know. Uh, uh, I think they, if they were run by Triple H the same way that Undisputed Era was in NXT, I think the New Day is a, a better faction. Not only that, they were awesome as heels. They just been booked into the fucking oblivion, dude. I mean, they've they've been New Day for way too long, way too long. They need to be heel at this point, to be honest. Yeah, I uh, well, I mean, that's that's a whole di- different topic of discussion for a different day. I mean, I, I I absolutely agree with that. I think I think whatever they're doing is uh, well past its expiration date. Um, yeah. I mean, I was on here Monday saying I think Big E and his WWE championship reign is, I think it's a fail. I think it's a bust. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not even, his, that's not even his fault. They can't book baby faces. No, they, they can't. I won't even go, you know, the generic way and say heel turn. I just, I'll just say this. They need to do what every wrestler in the world has to do at some point. They need to reinvent them. Yeah. They've been pancake slinging and, and happy go lucky for way too long. Get it. It had its run. It was nice. They need to change it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, with with, uh, with the elite and the way that they dominated the AEW landscape for so long when Omega was the world champion and Don Callis was there and you had the good brothers and the young bucks, I, I think you're going to start to see the Undisputed Era, I, I think, take shape and be that new super group on AEW television. And I think it's going to be a, a, a runaway, per se. And I think that I, I, I genuinely believe Tony Khan is going to take them and build an extension of what Triple H was trying to do with them on AEW television. I really do. Yeah, I saw I, I, I saw a comment or two in the chat saying that uh, they disagreed. So I'll put that shit to rest right now. Undisputed Era versus New Day. All right, what do we have in Undisputed Era? We got Adam Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly. I can tell you right now, Fish is a fucking weak link in the group. If you want to talk about which group is better, I can take the New Day. And I literally have already two world champions. And truth be told, I can make Xavier Woods a world champion easily within a few months. Yeah, my, minus this shit fucking King gimmick he's doing. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. But I'm talking about the booking, guys, because you're not going to sit and have me sit here and say that the new day is being booked right right now. They are booked god awful. And I'm not a fan of what they're doing right now. No. But. You know, call it is what it is. New Day is, is a better wrestling stable than the Undisputed Era is in totality. All right. They're, they're a group of better. Nobody's better than Adam Cole. Right. Let's, let's start right there. He's the fucking best of all six of them. Um, but collectively, New Day is just they're, they're just across the board better across the board. Once you get past Adam Cole, the rest of the group is not anywhere near as good as the New Day. So that's why I'm saying New Day is better. It's uh, it's definitely it's definitely a toss up. I mean, I, I would probably end up agreeing with you just based on, you know, Kofi and what he's accomplished, and Xavier and Biggie and what they've accomplished over, over Adam Cole and the rest of the guys. But I mean, as yeah. far as a makeup of a stable is concerned, yeah. I, I think Undisputed yeah, yeah. Era is is to me more more of a powerful group 
than the new they are they're they're awesome they're they're hip they're more entertained they got it going on right now if i had to pick a faction right now i'm picking the undisputed era yeah you know you know but i'm just talking about overall i mean new day's been doing this shit what what 10 years at least yeah i mean i mean they you can't take away what what they're capable of and what they can do and what they have done Uh, you can take away what they're doing right now because it's fucking terrible but that's not their fault man those guys are great in the ring tony shivani he interviewed Adam Hangman Page about his world championship match with Brian Danielson. They announced Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson in a rematch on January 5th. This is the debut episode of Dynamite on TBS. So uh, it is smart to do the debut episode on your new station, your new home, first new show of the new year with this major world championship match. I think it's actually smart to be doing this type of match on that show. So Shivani told Hangman he was on the verge of winning, but the time ran out. He says he's never felt more disappointed than he did last week. Adam Adam Page says, I never had in my three years in AEW felt less like a champion. Immediately, Danielson interrupted. Wait, 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 wait. He said over and over and over again. He called Hangman an entitled millennial cowboy who still has the AW title belt over his shoulder, yet he's disappointed. He said in a mocking tone, oh, the poor cowboy. Let's show all the people your emotions about how disappointed you are. He said the AEW fans should be disappointed because I kicked your ass for 60 minutes, and if anybody should be the AEW champion, it should be me. Brian said he isn't somebody who's going to come out here and cry about his feelings or tell people how sad he is. He said they have a rematch on January 5th, and he'll kick his ass again. He said he managed to survive 60 minutes only because he hurt his leg against John Silver. He says he won't make that mistake again. I won't wrestle in front of you idiots tonight. He added, I won't wrestle again until January 5th. He said if Hangman stalls for another 60 minutes so he can escape with the title, they end up in the same position again with the rightful champion standing there empty-handed and that piece of cowboy shit standing there in the ring with the title. He says he's not an entitled millennial like so many of them. He said he proposes to AEW that on January 5th they have judges. So if it is a draw because Hangman stalls again, everybody will see and know that the true AEW champion is Brian Danielson. He told the fans that they're idiots, and he said that he was the better man last week. Hangman says he thought of a lot of, a different, a lot of different options such as an Iron Man match or an Inferno match, a ladder match, a cage match, a match without a time limit. He said no one has taken him past the 30-minute mark. He said he dragged him into deep waters and chomped away and tried to hold him under. But in the final seconds, he swam. He said if he had just three more seconds, he would have drowned him. His, his voice then obviously got a little, more, a little bit more intense as he tried to end this promo. He said he'll go with the idea of the judges. He said he better pay them well in advance because they won't need to judge. He says he has spilled far too much blood and come too far and given way too much of himself for some old prick to sit at ringside and tell him he isn't good enough to be a champion or tell me that I'm a B-plus player. That's horseshit. He said if the question is whether he can beat Danielson in under an hour, in two weeks the answer will be yes. So that was uh, pretty much the confirmation that we're getting the title match with the judges. 
Brian, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what else I could say about Brian. I don't know what else Jesse could say about Brian. Brian is uh, immaculate on the fucking microphone. I mean, his, uh, his emotion is just perfect. He is absolutely playing this heel role, Jesse, to a point I don't even want to see him babyface anymore. Like, I, want, so I, want, I, want him, I want him to stay in this role. He's so, he's, he's, he's so good at whatever he does, man. He's in this heel role, and I, I want to see more of it. And he'll turn babyface, and you know, I'm gonna forget all about the heel run. My, right now, my favorite run from Daniel Bryan was the uh, the Planets Champion Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that was. I mean, I love that. I thought that was incredible. He was so good. He was just a, a a dick, just to be a dick. And he was the best kind of heel because at the end of the day, he was right. Yeah. We should be nicer to the fucking planet. I mean, the, I mean, at the end of the day, he's right, but he's such a fucking a pompous jackass about it that you didn't like him. We should I, be I nice to so the much. planet. <laughs> What's up? I said we should be nice to the planet. Yeah, we should be nice to the fucking. We planet. should be. We should. I be mean, if you were nice to the fucking planet out there, man, I know you guys fucking litter out there. Yeah. How many you guys driving the Mustang and you throwing your fucking gum wrapper out the window, man? Yeah. It's not me. We should be, but we don't want some asshole walking around telling us what we are not doing right and thinking he's better than us. It was so good. It was so good, man. What do you, what do you think of Paige in these moments, bro? I know a lot of people don't think Paige is intense enough. They don't think he can cut a good promo enough. Do you, do you think Paige is carrying himself well in these moments when he's sparring verbally with Brian face-to-face, one-on-one? Do you think he's handling himself well as a world champion? You know, Hangman, I don't see... Um, I don't see Hangman's um, intensity come out when he's at base level. But when you get him pissed off, when you get him heated and everything else, then I, I like his intensity then. When he when he amps it up a little bit, then I like it. It seems like, who, who was it? I think it was, um, was it was it Brian? I think it was Brian himself. He compared to, he, I saw it online somewhere, he compared, he said Hangman reminded him of Stone Cold Steve Austin as a champion. And, um, I don't know. I disagree with it only because Stone Cold's just I don't give a fuck attitude. You know, Hangman is coming off like the tra- the traditional baby face who's you know smiling and 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 loving the crowd and everything else. He's not all straight business. You know, Stone Cold's to come out just straight fucking business, dude, and get down to it. So I don't see it. I don't see that same correlation. I would like to see a little bit more of an edge to to hang. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say. I mean, if he beats Brian, or when when he beats Brian here, because he's not losing the championship yet. I I I honestly think this should take him to a point where you know it it should really bring out that badass in him because he's proved his fucking point. This should be the catalyst to to have Paige just bring out that intensity a little bit more moving forward. This is the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah, yeah, and we gotta we gotta get some more we gotta get some more emphasis on the importance of that title as well. Yeah, I mean, I, know. I mean, I'm not I'm not really too concerned about that. I mean, um, Brian well, Brian has done enough. And I mean, who do you mean from Page himself? Because Brian's mentioned the title several times. That's all he that's all he's talking about. From 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 Page himself, and this okay. is why, like the Lucha Brothers, what are they doing with the tag titles? Not really doing much of anything. I'm much doing of anything, so I don't want Hangman to fall into that same gap. I'm, I want, I want the title. I mean, I, I mean, because of Sammy right now and the Lucha Bros right now, I need Hangman to pick up the pace with that fucking title. We need that. We need some. We need some more importance of world titles on the show right now. What's Britt Baker doing as of late? 
what are they doing with the titles in AEW as of late? Now that I think about it. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they're in a lull waiting period. They're waiting to get to DBS. I mean, it is the end of the year. I mean, what do you expect them to do? Just give me a few to lead into the new year. Don't start me fresh on January. Well, we got Sammy versus Cody. I'm hoping Cody takes the title. I think Cody would uh, take that title and real. I mean, Sammy's done a good job with it. I mean, Miro did a fantastic job with it, but I do think Cody would do wonders for that TNT title as a heel. It would solidify his heel turn. And the the tag team titles, I agree with you with. Uh, I don't know what they're waiting for for this Jurassic Express Lucha Brothers feud. And then Britt Baker, I mean, they're just waiting on this fucking Riho thing. But we all know that they're just biding time to get the Thunder Rosa. Yeah. That's all yeah, they're doing. I, I mean, I'm just not noticing this, as I'm saying, that the, all of the titles in the whole company are a little bit stagnant right now. They need to pick up the pace a little bit, man. They do. I think it's just a mixture of things with uh, the TBS debut. You got the tournament going off for the TBS title. You got the new show uh, happening on January 5th. Battle of the Belt is happening. Then you got Revolution happening the first week of March. There's a big lull in between there. So, yeah. I, I, I know, I mean, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. I think Tony Khan is, is uh, well aware of that, I'm, I'm sure. But he, he's, got, he's got plans and challenges in place, I'm sure. I think the titles will be just fine. Now, I will say this. I, I like the fact that we don't see champions on TV wrestling very much. I'll oh. take that. I'll take that versus my champions in the ring losing non-title matches. I, I, I listen, man. I'm glad you brought that up. I I cannot stand when champions are on TV wrestling every week. Like yeah. it, like I don't. I like I want to see the Lucha Brothers on TV. I want to see Penta in the ring. I want to see Phoenix in the ring. It, they could be in the ring solo. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be a tag team uh, tag team role for those guys. But I don't want to see them every week. I don't want to no. see Sammy every week. No, I don't want to see anybody every week. And they have a big enough staff on the roster. They don't have to show, showcase everyone every week. And mm-hmm. they don't. It's a beautiful thing. I love that part. You know, but at the same time, um, they don't have to wrestle every week. But the champions need to be involved in whatever storyline is going on with with you producing a number one contender. Yeah, I think uh, I think Tony Khan is uh, well aware of what's going on there. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick up the pace with those titles uh, in the new year for sure. We got MJF, FTR, Sean Spears, and Wardlow. Pinnacle has been uh, gathered around. Uh, how, uh, when was the last time we've seen Pinnacle, Jesse, all gathered around in the same place? It's been a while, right? Usually it's, it's just while. MJF and Wardlow or FTR with Tully. The, the, uh, or Sean Spears has been doing his thing with Wardlow. We, we haven't seen these guys all together in the same room, the same setting for uh, months now. It's been a while, but they have kept them verbally together. Yes. You know, we, we, just, we just saw them tonight, you know, together. But, yeah, they've kept them verbally. So we know what's going on, the whole group. But, yeah, they just they don't come out in the big NWO faction to start the show every week. They don't, they're not doing that, which I can appreciate. But they have not faded them away. You know, they're still keeping up the MJF Wardlow thing and everything else. They're still mentioned. And so they're still together. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the uh, uh, with the. Um, God damn it. Who's the other guys? Who? The uh, Jericho's guys. Oh, the Inner Circle? Inner Circle. Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. That seems like a group that's kind of faded away. Where's Hager? You know, uh, Proud and Powerful. Hager's trying to get a dark. fucking match with John Jones. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> you know, and Proud and Powerful can't get off dark. You know, Sammy's just kind of floating around with the title, you know, waiting for this next match. You know, it's... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I get it, you know, long term. I, I get it. We'll see. But we'll see where they go with it. But the titles all seem like they seem like they're being a little bit, you know, brushed to the side as of late. 
Well, we got the pinnacle here. MJF uh, opened this segment, says he didn't want a camera in the uh, pinnacle locker room, but he said, whatever, he's here now, so whatever it is. He told Wardlow that he pays him a lot of money to protect him. Wardlow said, yes, you do, in a very snide way. MJF says it's CM Punk's fault. This is all CM Punk's fault. He's driving a wedge between, you know, the pinnacle. He said they are family, whereas Punk is a loner. He says he sees through Punk. He said everything needs to be about Punk, and when it's not, that's when the real Punk comes out to play. He said Punk is rustier than the knife Darby uses to skin small animals. I laughed at that line. He said the fake nice guy mask he's rocking is beginning to slip off faster than Sing's Krusty the Clown makeup. He said he chose early retirement when he, re- when he turned down his handshake. Dax Harwood then chimed in and said that they are three kings of pro wrestling and to be a king, you have to kill a king. He said they are a group and the absolute best unit in the entire world. Um, I mean, they're the best. Well, they're one of the best tag teams in the world, bar none. MJF's one of the best in the world, bar none. So uh, I, I don't really, I don't really see how he's uh, wrong in that statement there. So yeah. Yeah. we got uh, that setting up the main event later tonight with uh, Punk, Darby, and Sting, Wardlow. He defeated Captain Sean Dean in about two minutes with about seven power bombs. That was pretty much it. Wardlow wins in two minutes. And uh, what do you think they're doing here with Wardlow, Jesse? All these uh, all these squash matches for Wardlow. Uh, is this is this leading to something for Wardlow? And it's yeah, been, it's yeah. been the same thing the last uh, last couple of weeks now. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna turn him face. You know, they're gonna turn him and separate him. I I just hope he doesn't sink, man. I don't I don't see Warlow with the star power right now, um, especially with all the, the free agents they're bringing in in his late. I don't see Warlow surviving on his own as a singles. Not right now. Um, It's just not the right time. I'm not saying it won't be time, but it's just not the right time right now. I remember when, when the company first launched and it was like they were getting ready to position Hangman champion. And me and you both sat here and said, you know, we like Hangman, but it's not the right time for him now. And sure enough, he lost the match. And then a couple of years, you know, here we are now. And now we were both screaming for Hangman to be champion because now it was ready. Same same thing for Wardlow. I don't think he's ready to go solo just yet. Man. No, no, there, ne- there, there needs to be there needs to be a solid situation that's gonna really propel him to be an absolute top of the line babyface. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I don't know why. If Tony Khan is thinking about turning him and splitting him away from MJF and turning him rogue and going solo, uh, I mean, this, this needs to wait until MJF wins the title and holds that title and he's with MJF and that title and he's the yeah. one that costs MJF yes. that title. You're not going to get any bigger of a moment than Wardlow screwing MJF out of that championship and then turning babyface. That is going to make his career. Yeah, yeah, it needs to it needs to be something big like that because um just making them baby face and turn them I, like again we we've mentioned this before too, and it seems like a Brian Cage situation. Yeah, they turn they turn Cage baby face and we haven't seen that guy since. I read a news I read a news article today that Brian Cage would um I don't know if this is true or not that Brian Cage may entertain offers from WWE. I would. I, I yeah, he I, listen, bro. I think Brian Cage would fucking kill it in WWE. Yes, absolutely. Uh, main roster, straight to the main well, roster. Absolutely. Bro. You 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 want somebody, if you were Bobby Lashley, there you go. There you go. 
right there. I mean, it's, and there's no offense. I mean, I think he'll be successful. I like Brian Cage, but I think he's in the wrong company. Yeah, I think I think over there in, in the E, I think Vince will cream himself and push him the way he should be pushed. I yeah. think he's a it's a better fit for him over there. Yeah, I don't know when his contract is up, but I, I would I would if I'm Brian Cage, I would absolutely entertain offers from WWE. He he's got the look, he's got the size that they want. Um, yeah. He moves incredibly well for a guy that size. You don't really see a lot of guys that size in WWE doing half the shit that he can do. If they could bring him back and and let him just go out there and do just a little of what he did in Impact when he was at the height of his career, I mean, they got a winner on their hands there. Yeah, yeah, I, I would I would bring him in. Um, they could mess him up. I mean, I mean they, I, well, they, that goes without saying. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking they messed, they, messed, they messed up Perry and Cross. Dude. I don't know how they managed to do that, but... Man, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I do think that um, a guy like Brian Cage will get more TV time and flourish a little bit more than he would in AEW if he was over in WWE. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But I don't know when his contract is up, but uh, Brian Cage in WWE sounds like a uh, very good idea to me. Your boy Dan Lambert was on the show tonight. I'm sure you're very happy about that. He said yeah. the... Kings and queens of yesteryear knew their decisions over the lives of other people wasn't just a great privilege, but a responsibility for great justice. Says he doesn't expect fans to understand that since their biggest concern is running the latest software update on their phones or turning their lights off in their mom's basement. Said he runs the most successful MMA gym and every decision he makes must be fair to make a level playing field so the most successful are also the most deserving. So Tony Khan represents the opposite side. He actually calls him Tony Conman. Tony Conman, like I say, Nick Conman. Tony Khan represents the opposite side of that coin. He says, if you're his buddy, you become an EVP and have every chance to shine. He said, if you're not, it's backstage promos and vignette. He said, Scorpio Scott pinned Chris Jericho twice, and Ethan Page has dressed, wrestled, and won better than anybody in the company so far. He said, they'll be watching Cody get yet another title shot on Saturday night. Said the most blatant example of Tony Conman setting someone up for failure is how he treats him. Says he wants him to get the fans to cheer for Cody. How the hell am I going to do that when Cody is a bigger dick than I am? Newsflash, I don't give a damn who you cheer for or who you boo. Or whether it's Cody or Sammy standing tall on Christmas night. He said all he cares about is one of his men getting the next title shot so they can bring the... TNT title back to American top team. This was a great promo, uh, as usual, from Dan Lambert. And, um, you know, the line about uh, him saying Tony Khan wants him to get the fans to cheer for Cody. How am I going to cheer for Cody when Cody's a bigger dick than I am? No lies detected. <laughs> you, saw, you, saw, you saw my reaction. This guy's out there spitting fucking facts, dude. How am I going to cheer for Cody if he's a bigger dick than I am? Is he really? Is he really, though? Guy's a dick, dude. Just give him the fucking TNT title, dude. He he deserves it. He does deserve (laughs) it. I mean, this is, I mean, bro, listen, it would be on Christmas Day. Can you imagine how perfect it would be if Cody waited all this time to turn fucking heel on Christmas Day? He's got to know what he's doing. I'd have him win it and then run around and parade like a big fucking baby face crying like the fans are all happy for him and everything. It'd be great. Just make him delusional as fuck. So we got uh, Cody versus Sammy. If Cody wins, uh, I I don't know. uh, Listen, if Cody wins the TNT title, 
and he feuds with American Top Team. Could this lead to American Top Team being cheered? It will. Over yes. Cody? Yes, it will. So that's <laughs> I mean, will man. That'll be, that'll be a little weird, right? Nobody is lower than Cody on the booing totem pole oh. right now in the whole company. Nobody, maybe MJF. Okay, I'll give MJF. Maybe MJF. And depending on where you are, they'll come to Chicago. Cody versus MJF. MJF will get cheered. I don't know, man. When Cody wins that, if if Cody wins that title, where do we go from here? Where do we go from there? Like, what do we do? What do we do next? Like does he continue? Be, does he continue being this fucking like you said this over the top baby face thinking all that? Look, I beat uh, Sammy Guevara, thinking the fans are going to accept him. Does he instantly yeah. turn heel? Does he? Does he feud American Top Team? Like, like I don't, I don't know where he goes from there. But I, I mean, I just want it to be done so then we can get to the next step, whatever that next step is. He comes out and he um he wins his matches with Brandy's help, and both of them are heels. I mean, this is well. Then she can then she can brag about her bank account to everybody. Bring about a bank account. Bring about a bank account in the ring. They are they are both just assholes who think they're baby faces. <laughs> just turn them heel, and then it all works. It all works itself out. Cody needs to come out and just be a dick for a few months until he can put over the next come you know up and coming baby face. Sammy is a maid man. He doesn't need that fucking title. He's not doing shit with it. He doesn't need it right now. Um. Cody can come out and lose that fucking title to a to a Dante Martin in a few months, you know, something like that, you know. But it'll be great, you know. Just come out and just take the fucking title from a young up and comer who needs it, who the fans love, and you run around like you fucking like you earned it. Oh my god, you booked yourself in a fucking title match. It'd be so good. It'd be so good, man. Do you think the fans who are booing Cody are going to see that promo tonight from Dan Lambert as another attempt to get Cody cheered without? Cody actually addressing the real state of the problem here. I don't know. I mean, that I, I don't. I don't know about that. But it does feel like that they're just trying to put him in the ring with heels to get him cheered. But at the same time, they never would have booked Cody versus Sammy if they were really hell bent on getting Cody cheered. So they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I hope so. I really hope so. I, listen, I, I, we've been saying it for months. Uh, if there's one person that knows what the fuck he's doing, it's Cody Rhodes. It's, it's this, Cody. this man is not. Is he's not doing this without a, an end goal in mind? He can't. He's not yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, dude, from just what we've seen, his reactions are looking like over the last couple of months, and and these Mark Cities and everything else. They know what the reaction would be if he beat a guy like Sammy Guevara, who's popping crowds all over the. They know what it's going to be like for Cody if he Sammy. They know. Now, I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't really want to bring this up, but uh, I'm going to bring it up anyway, uh, briefly. Do you think Tony Khan, Yeah, and we can sit here and say Cody, Cody should win the title for X number of reasons because we want to see him turn official heel. But do you think, do you think Tony Khan takes the title off Sammy Guevara because of all the online drama that he's gotten into lately with, uh, with Tate Conti and then breaking up his engagement with Pam. Do you, th- do you think that's something like that happens and we get t- Cody with the TNT championship? Or uh, would uh, Tony Khan not really take that into consideration? Bro, I get I get the question. I get why you brought it up. But I'm going to be in all honesty here. I'm, I'm not going to answer. Because I mean, just just out of the respect of these people need to leave these these these, these people alone. Oh, oh yeah, I I know. I mean it's it's, I, it's and, fucking... and, I, and I know I know that you agree with that as well. Yeah. 
I know, you know, I, we've you know both just talked about it already off the air, but yeah, they need to leave these people alone. I'm not even gonna get into that shit. It, it is not a part of wrestling, and it, it has gone too far already. So I'm not gonna help perpetuate bullshit. Either way, Cody, I think should win the TNT title no matter what's going on with Sammy. Uh, I think yeah. that would be uh, the best thing. And Cody actually would probably be the most entertaining act on all of AEW television. He actually still is. He's the most intriguing act on all of AEW television. He's not even he's not even there every week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I mean, to, and to me, he's only he's he's the same he's the same kind of intriguing that he that that Charlotte Flair was right when her and Becky had that issue in the ring. Yeah, you know, and they they're, they're he's intriguing for shoot reasons because he's trying to refuse to turn heel when he should and everything else. But for all intents and purposes, it would make a better storyline if. They did the title swap and had Sammy Chase. Yeah. Listen, Cody, Cody, if you listen, brother, if you're listening tonight, man, I want a pedigree on Sammy, new TNT oh, champion. yes. Yes. That's what I want to see. That's what I want as a Christmas gift, bro. Okay? Please. I don't pedigree. ask for a lot here, man. I don't. A pedigree, pedigree. TNT or, championship, he'll turn. My Christmas night will be made. Or or, or use a sledgehammer. Give Something. Give him a sledgehammer. Something. Let's, Something. Let's do it. We got a video package on the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Mark Henry said Owen taught him a lot about how to get accepted in wrestling, including accepting getting ribbed, but ribbed them back. Adam Cole also spoke about Owen Hart, said Owen was one of the very best. Matt Hardy said his legacy is that smaller, more athletic wrestlers are truly important to the art of pro wrestling. Matt from 2.0 said Owen's athleticism blew his mind. Eddie Kingston Said the way he was raised, a real man takes care of his family. He loved his kids and his wife. Dustin Rhodes said he'll go down as one of the greatest of all time. He is. That goes without saying. Henry said that he'll be remembered as bringing fun and life to pro wrestling. Sean Spears said he had a beautiful soul. Adam Cole ended that with, uh, you know, saying his legacy will live on forever because you hear constantly about the type of man that Owen Hart was. So the Owen Hart Cup Tournament. Uh, there will be a men's and a women's tournament. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how many fields uh, will be uh, for the men's and women's tournament, but uh, apparently the finals will be taking place at double or nothing in May. So uh, we got that to look forward to. So hopefully Tony Tony Khan can give us a little more of a uh, clearer idea about how that's all going to take place and how many matches there are going to be and if it's going to take up pretty much the entire month of television. So we will see what happens with that. We got Britt Baker. She sat backstage in a festive Christmas-themed setting with Jamie Hayter, Rebel, and Tony Schiavone. Schiavone asked her about facing Riho at Battle of the Belts, someone she's never defeated. Baker said she's not sweating it because she'll have Jamie Hayter by her side. Baker said 2021 was the era of DMD. She said she didn't slide in and take anybody's spot. I wonder who that was aimed at. She said she built a division from the ground up and built her own throne. She said she was a pillar of the company and the pulse of AEW before anybody else. She said she won't let Riho dethrone her to start her year. She said all she wants is an AEW title match, but she's out of her league and will shoot her eye out. So uh, Britt will be getting her win back over Riho. I don't think that uh, goes without saying. And then we will be getting uh, Britt versus Thunder Rosa at Revolution is what I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, they need to um, go ahead and coordinate Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen very, very quickly. 
Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. This is for the TBS tournament semifinals. Uh, I, uh, Jesse, I did not really, I did not like this match. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't, I, uh, well, I don't know if Ruby was hurt or not or if she's just uh, an amazing fucking uh, professional wrestler and doing her job as a seller. But uh, I hope, I, I, I hope she's not hurt. But I, I, the, the reason I didn't like this match was, I don't know if it was Nyla Rose or if it was uh, slow and, and like kind, of, kind of trotting. You know, there was really no heat. I don't know if it was having to do with the fact that the, the outcome was pretty pretty self-explanatory here, pretty predictable. Um, you know, Nyla, Nyla has her days where she's not bad. She certainly is not great by any means. But I, I just didn't think they meshed well together, man. There wasn't enough intensity here. For some reason, I don't know what it is. No, I'm I'm with you. It, it did it did seem like the 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 pacing of the match was a little off. Um, the chemistry didn't seem like it was all there, but it did come off to me like um, Ruby did suffer um, an injury. I mean, I, I get the selling and everything else, but they don't bring they don't normally bring the medical staff out to help sell it. In. Not yeah. normally. Well, I mean, I mean, they got some uh, they got some creative decisions to make if that's the case and she can't compete in the finals. I mean, that would be fucking terrible. Yeah. Because they've, yeah, they've been grooming her for this spot for the uh, last two months. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's not that bad. But it did seem like that they um that they may have went home a little quickly and it did seem like that she was hurt too. This, this is becoming more and more of a regular thing with Nyla Rose in her matches, isn't it? Like uh, someone always maybe getting injured or, you know, potential for an injury there. I don't want to call her the next Nia Jax, but I mean, uh, we, we, we've, we, we've seen this happen a little too often. I saw her, I saw her with one other injury. Who was, what else did she, she, she had, a, it was an issue with Riho, right? That was about it. It was Riho. I don't know if it was Sheeta or Britt. That, you know, a year and a half ago, maybe. Uh, she's, Baker's wrist, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she mentioned something about uh, the wrist. She beat Nyla Rose with one wrist. I mean, we're maybe. seeing this more and more with Nyla Rose. I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. Maybe yeah. don't I, Nyla that. Rose to me is not, it, 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 like she has great match. Like we know she has great matches with Rio, and she's had great matches with Sheeta too. But there's just some women that she cannot fucking wrestle with. Yeah, I mean, the, you, you can see it though. She, because when you put in the match with Rio, the chemistry is there. The matches are a lot. But again, they could be that big, small dynamic. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Personally, I mean, I'm not going to, it's not like I enjoy Nyla Rose matches. I don't have a problem with Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose matches at all. You know, it doesn't bother me at all. It's not cringe. They're good. They're fine. This one was not great. Which is it's it's okay. It happens, um, but this one was not great. And I'm a big Vicky Mark too, so maybe that's it. I mean, uh, that they may that may contribute to. Well, oh, Vic, Vicky didn't really get any heat in this match either. Not a lot, no. And they, they, they and they are kind of stagnant. You can tell that you know they weren't going to advance because you know they're not really doing anything. As, as, you know, as as a pair, you know. So why would we think that they were going to beat Ruby Soho? Yeah. Well, I do. I do think the. Um... I do think the uh, situation with Ruby is is all a work. Uh, I do think that was uh, an integral part of the story. Uh, I do think that it will be something that they're going to tell moving forward into the finals. 
Uh, something that I think they take with Ruby when she wins the title. I think that's going to be her uh, come-from-behind story there. But before the bell, Rose attacked Soho during the entrance. She beat Soho down with some strikes, and Soho counted a hip toss into a uh, overhook suplex. Rose reversed a trip into an STL before beating her down. Uh, Soho tried to fight back, charge at Rose. Vicky pulled Rose out of the way, and Soho sent, uh, was sent crashing into the steel steps. Soho started to make a comeback with some kicks and a big DDT. Rose rolled to the floor, grabbed the chair. Soho then jumps off the apron and drop kicked the chair right into Nyla Rose's face. Aubrey Edwards looked at the entire thing, never called for a DQ. Never called for a DQ, I guess. Uh, I guess she wanted to uh, have a clear-cut winner here, I guess. I don't know. So after that, um, Aubrey checked on Rose. Vicky pushed Soho off the top. Rose then goes up top, hits the flying knee as Soho is draped over the top rope. So they had something of a little exchange before Soho locked on a dragon sleeper, which looked very good. Vicky interfered yet again. She took a step up in Seguri for her troubles. And Rose hit the beast bomb for a near fall. Soho then out of nowhere hits no future off the top rope with Nyla sitting on the top rope. Hits the no future for the win. One, two, three. Soho advances to the finals, and she will wrestle the winner of Thunder Rosa and Jade Cargill in the TBS finals. Does, uh, does Soho in the finals, Jesse, give you any any more of a feeling about Jade winning it? I know some people in the chat think Jade is going to win the match and then win the tournament. Or do you think that uh, what we talked about from the beginning of this, of this entire tournament, we're going to go with the best wrestling match to happen on January 5th, and that is Thunder Rosa versus Ruby Soho? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can I can come up with reasons to go either way. I mean, if the ultimate goal is for Ruby Soho to win, then um, I guess it doesn't really matter too much who wins between Thunder Rosa and Jade, as long as you tell the right story to get Thunder Rosa to Britt Baker. Yeah. So do you want to have Jade lose in the championship match so they can feud going forward while they move Thunder Rosa over to deal with Baker? Do you have Thunder Rosa win to keep her strong and then lose to Ruby Soho and some kind of fuck finish to then get her to Britt Baker? I'm not sure. But as long as we get Thunder Rosa to Britt Baker, I could see either way. I, I don't know. I mean, personally, I would try to keep her strong. She shouldn't be losing. Jade's going to have to lose a match somewhere. It's okay to lose it to I mean, I don't give a shit about Jade losing a match. I mean, losing to Thunder Rosa is not going to be uh, the end of the world for uh, for Jade Cargill. But I don't. I, I just don't think Jade Cargill is strong enough as a professional wrestler to hold a secondary title in the women's division. I mean, I don't think she's she's there yet at all. Like, I I, I would not even be contemplating giving her any gold. No, I mean, no. I, I don't. I, I, people people, just, people think she's great. I mean, she, she has all the potential in the world to be. Uh, the biggest breakout star. You want to make a rookie of the year for the women's division? Go by all means, go ahead. But I don't, I don't think Jade Cargill is championship material yet. No, she's just not there yet. And it, and it's not a slight. It's not a knock on her. No. It's not shit talking. She's just not ready yet. I've said it about Britt Baker. I've said it about Hangman. You know, and I was saying about Jade Cargill. She's just not ready yet. No. And I'll be happy to sit here a year and a half, two years from now to say, now she's ready. Yeah. No, oh, I, I, I would, uh, I would gladly say, it. year and a half, two years from now. Yes, not ready yet. She might get there. I can see her getting there. 
She has a lot of fantastic trainers in the back in AEW to help her get there. Oh, I know. I mean, she's got a, a whole support system back there. She 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 is not going anywhere. She's not going to fail. No, no, no question. Yep. Malachi Black, Griff Garrison. He came out with Brian Pillman Jr. This one went three minutes. Uh, we seen no Brody King after that vignette last week. If you guys remember, Brody King signed an AEW contract. Excalibur said Garrison is wearing his varsity jacket from high school just 20 minutes away. Malachi doesn't give a shit about your high school. Malachi connected with a roundhouse kick. Garrison charged at him. Black slid to the floor, made a move towards Pillman. Pillman took his jacket off. He immediately wanted to square up with Malachi. These guys got some fucking balls, man, I tell you. Garrison leapt through the ropes onto Malachi with a fantastic dive at ringside. Malachi quickly came back with a series of kicks and a leg lock in the ring. Uh, Garrison surprised Malachi with a huge roaring elbow to the side of his head, uh, but he clutched his left knee because Malachi was attacking that knee. Uh, Black went after his knee again. Uh, He got, uh, I believe at one point he got a knee bar on Griff Garrison that really kind of wrenched the knee and really, really spelled the end of uh, Griff Garrison right from the beginning. Black went for his knee, then landed a high knee strike that fucking almost knocked this guy's head off. Garrison dropped to the mat like a sack of potatoes. Malachi then applied a single leg crab rearing back on that knee. And that was it. And he, he didn't even beat Garrison with the fucking black mess. One, two, three. Tapped out. Malachi wins in three minutes. When Malachi didn't release the hold after the bell, Pillman charged in. And Jesse, he got a black mass right in the fucking face. There you go. There's your black mass. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Done, done and done. I mean, uh, listen, I don't, I, 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 I like, I like the makeup of Griff Garrison. I do. I think he's got a great look. I think uh, the uh, Varsity Blondes are a very good looking tag team. We've said that for, for months. Um, I did not like the way this ended abruptly. Like, what's the story here? Like, uh, is, is, is this something that is going to be a priority for AEW moving forward? Because the, the black mask came and then they went right to the next segment. It almost, it almost made it seem like whatever happened in this match was just, uh, you know, it was there. And, and we're going to go on to the main event segment next. No, the, pur- the purpose of this match was to get Julia Hart in the House of Black. That's all. Well, what made, well, well, listen, what, what makes you think Julia Hart is joining the House of Black? Why does, why does Malachi want Julia Hart? In the House of Black. Well, you can't ask me to to write the lore. I mean, I, I, I could. I mean, but that's not the that's not to say that they're going to use that. I mean, but he's recruiting Brody King. Um, he's recruiting. What did he do to Brody King? He spit in his face. Yeah. What did he do? What did he do to? Julie well, he's spit in a lot of people's faces. Uh, lately, lately, he spit in lately. Cody's face. He spit in Lee Johnson's face. Lately, who was the last one he spit in the face? I mean, Julia Hart was the last one other than Brody King. Yeah. He hasn't spit in anyone else's face. No. Uh, I, I think that she goes over with him, with Brody King, and that's the start of the House of Black right there. That's why he's feuding with the varsity blondes right now. I mean, it, it all come out. I think I think it's all going to fight when he faces Pillman, and then when they go ahead and then do the, the reintroduction of I think she turns that's gonna be interesting, man. I, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I I just don't see Julia Hart fitting in with Malachi, no matter see, if she this, turns to the dark side or not. Yeah, I don't see this, and I think that's what makes it interesting is because if they get 
if they if they come up with a gimmick for her to put her in House of Black, it would be the it would be the biggest one eighty turn of I could probably anybody on the roster. Julia Hart has to be the actual polar opposite of someone that would be in House of Black. You know, we'll see. Listen, Malachi has been uh, another intriguing act on AEW television. I think he's been booked perfectly. Um, it's going to be a slow burn with him because uh, you know he's more story driven than anything else. So we're going to have to wait and be, be a little bit patient to get what we want. And uh, from what I can tell and what we know about Malachi, it's going to be worth it in the end because he's got a uh, real grasp on what he wants to do and where he wants to go. And I like it. And I know you like it as well. So uh, a little patience isn't going to hurt anybody here. Yeah. Matt Hardy with Private Party said it was an adorable moment that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus had with the Lucha Brothers. So Isaiah Cassidy is going to, and I quote, pound Jungle Boy's ass. Like, really, guys? Said, really, really, guys? Then he said, damn, we're going to beat you up badly. <laughs> going to pound Jungle Boy's ass. Hardy says if Jungle Boy gets injured, their number one contender status would be deleted. Jungle Boy said if Hardy thinks they're going to pound his ass on Christmas night, he's wrong. He vowed to shove a lump of coal up his ass, and he'll be spitting diamonds. Christian says they can wear as many watches as they want, but it'll never be their time. He said Matt should get his guy something for Christmas. He plugged their limited edition T-shirt. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure Anna J. Bro would be uh, very accommodating here to uh, Isaiah pounding Jungle Boy's ass. No, no, not so much. No, I don't. I don't think she's gonna like that. No, I don't think she's gonna like that at all. I don't even like saying. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why that's a fucking thing. Is, is it funny? You find <laughs> it to be funny? And we're gonna. And we're gonna out wrestle you. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> fucking ridiculous, man. Especially knowing what we know about. Okay. Um, no. Alright. Uh, what do we know about who? What? what? Oh no 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 not not no not gonna not gonna oust anybody on on the show, bro. Oh okay okay. We we've talked about it before though. Okay. We got AEW Rampage lineup for Saturday. Jungle Boy versus Isaiah Cassidy. They're going to pound each other's ass. Hook versus Bear Bronson. Hook is going to beat Bear Bronson. That's fucking. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you like that one liner by Taz when CM Punk came out, or actually when Sting came out and uh, Sting was wearing a <laughs> CM Punk t shirt. And Taz was like, uh, you know, the number two. CM Punk on, on, on AEW shot. You know, you know, you know who number one is, right? He's like, I, I, of course, I have to throw it in there. Fucking, how can you not be happy for Taz living his best life right now? Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch, TNT title. Sammy G versus Cody Rhodes, Dynamite next week. Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, and Daniel Gar- uh, versus Daniel Garcia in 2.0. TBS Championship Tournament, Jade Cargo versus Thunder Rosa. Jim Ross returns. And Adam yes. Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish versus Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. Going yeah. down, man. It's going to be good. Main event, CM Punk, Darby Allen, Sting, Pinnacle, MJF, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. This was fucking awesome. This was a great trios match. MJF and Punk actually did start it off, but uh, clearly MJF did not want any part of Punk. He tagged out to Dax quickly. Punk and Dax traded slaps. Punk quickly gained advantage, tagged in Darby as Dax escaped to cash. MJF tagged in, but 
Once Punk tagged back into the match, MJF ran away and forced Cash back into the match. Sting made it in for the first time. It wrenched Cash's arm before going for uh, a attempt of the Scorpion Deathlock. Cash rolled to the floor to escape. Sting then uh, shrugged off some chops from MJF. They battled each other in the corners uh, until Sting took MJF down with a clothesline. MJF continued to flee when Punk tagged in, which I, uh, I thought was great. Even though they were in the same match, Tony Khan did a fantastic job of keeping them away from each other. So um, Punk was in hot pursuit of MJF. MJF ran into the crowd. He went, ran up into the, into the stands, and he, he went through the mezzanine. He came back down. He went back into the ring. They were chasing each other. Punk has great cardio. So there was uh, this whole chase between the two. And oh, punk, oh, punk was blowing up, boy. Uh, was he? I mean, oh, I mean, he he made it through, but at the end of it, he was he was sucking wind. Boy. Oh well, I mean, and so was MJF. Yeah, but um, Punk eventually got back to ringside. MJF was hiding behind his boys, and Darby, out of absolutely nowhere, shot from a fucking cannon. It's this Tope Suicida that leveled all three of these guys if they were fucking bowling pins. So we got a commercial break. Darby tried to fight off all three guys. Of course he does. But he was sent to the floor and then into the barricade. Pinnacle continued to just dominate Darby in their corner. Frequent tags. Darby had a body slam to finally buy himself some time. Reached Sting for the hot tag. Sting ran wild on all three guys. Stinger splashes on both FTR. Darby came in, hit a coffin splash, followed by Punk landing his rising corner knee. Sting applied the Scorpion Deathlock. MJF broke it up from behind. Go to another commercial break, which was the last one of the evening. MJF came in, hit a face buster, and then a headbutt to Sting right in the groin. Punk got a hot tag and fought both guys of FTR with drop kicks before hitting a bulldog clothesline combination. He followed up with a tope suicida and a diving crossbody for two. Punk called for the GTS, but Dax got the tag. Punk hit a neck breaker, goes for cover, only got a two count, and climbed the ropes. Cash grabbed his leg, allowing Dax to pop up and chop out Punk's footing. And then Dax hit a superplex. Cash landed a beautiful top rope splash for a near fall. Darby took out Cash with a wild crossbody to the floor, and Punk rolled up Dax for two. Something happened with the timekeeper's area. I don't know what the hell happened over there. If somebody went flying over it or if MJF was just using it as a, uh, as a hiding mechanism. But we did see him just hiding there, you know, keeping him, himself away from uh, CM Punk, I'm assuming. Dax and Punk traded forearms in the center of the ring. Punk went for the GTS, but FTR countered into the big rig. And that forced Sting to break up the pin there. MJF back in the ring hit a DDT on Sting. But the, you know, but Sting, he popped up. And he sent MJF over the top rope, Jesse. This was a scary spot. Sting popped up. He sent MJF over the top rope onto FTR, landing legitimately on his neck on the concrete. Uh, The referee went right over there and checked on MJF immediately. Thank God he was all right. Uh, Sting then goes up to the top rope and loses his footing for a moment and then jumps off the top rope with the crossbody on all three guys to the floor. Punk tagged in, called for the GTS, but Dax pushed MJF out of the ring to take the bullet. Dax took the GTS, Scorpion death drop, coffin drop by Darby, uh, the trifecta there, and that was it for the baby faces to win. Punk covered, and he gets the win for his team in an excellent main event. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, man, 
I'm sure Tony Khan and and a whole bunch of people were holding their goddamn breath I when know. they saw MJF sitting on top of his fucking head, man. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I mean, MJF is an athletic guy. Don't get me wrong, but uh, uh, it might have been a late rotation in, in in the middle of the air there on that fucking flip. You know, he he was coming right down on his head, man. That could have been uh, a thousand times worse than what it was. That was fucking oh man, that was scary, bro. And apparently it was some kind of table spot that happened outside the ring that, you know, the camera missed. Um, something happened where MJF ended up behind the barricade. But it was it was it was a tease of a table spot. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, like you said, the camera, the camera guy missed it. The production team missed it. But uh, all, all I remember seeing is MJF hiding behind the fucking table. It was like he was like hiding there, picking his spot. I don't know if I don't know if he got thrown over the table, but whatever. I mean, it was a great trios match. Um, we got the continuation of Punk and MJF. They were kept away from each other, which is great. And, um, yeah, I mean, we got a, a great show tonight, Holiday Bash. And Tony Khan lived up to his word. We got a surprise, Kyle O'Reilly debut. We got a, a great wrestling show tonight. We got that. We usually get that every week from Tony Khan. And uh, we got a major announcement with Brian Danielson and Adam Page for the world title January 5th. So, uh, he checked off all three boxes and he he gave us everything that he that he advertised. So good on TK. Yeah. Another it was another great debut. You know, no one's gonna mention anything about you know the decent debuts or a good debut. They only mentioned the bad ones. Christian Cage debut. Yeah. You know, but this was a decent debut. You no, know, no huge pomp and circumstance. Hey, I got a gift for you. You know, in the opening match. Boom. Here's Kyle O'Reilly. Cool. Done. You know, I don't have to build up his ridiculous hype and ever since then ever since the christian cage the debuts have been spot on for tony khan so shout out to him for that one yeah um i cannot see how much fun i can't wait to see how much fun these guys are going to have that these three guys i mean they i mean i'm sure they had lots of creative input in nxt but you know now the possibilities are endless ah the undisputed era guys undisputed era yeah 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 uh-oh. Undisputed elite. Uh-oh. What's that? What happened now? I don't know if I should... Uh, oh, fuck. Huge what? spoiler for the Christmas episode of AEW Rampage. No. All right. What is it? In the main event. Ah, I don't want to ruin it for the fucking chat. Then don't. I don't, don't want to yeah, don't, I don't, I don't just send do send me the link. I'll look at it. Yeah. Send me the link. All right. Oh God. Don't, don't fucking spoil it. Yeah. But Rampage has already been taped, guys. Rampage has already been taped, and uh we will uh we will watch that on Saturday night. We'll watch that on Saturday night. Anyway. I, I appreciate like, you. I like, I, like, I, like, I like the Christmas wrestling, man. You know, on Christmas we sit around and watch football. We watch the basketball games. They normally get the Best basketball games on Christmas Day. I'll watch a wrestling show in yeah. four hours. So it's fine. Yeah. Now, Chad, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention it, guys. I, I don't want to do that to you. If it was WWE, I would have did it. I'm not I'm not gonna do it with AEW. Let me see it. Send it to me. Let's see it. Uh, hold on. Um, we're gonna go over the super chats in just a second. I'm gonna send this to Jesse in the Discord right now. Actually, uh, yeah, hold on. I will send it to your phone. Um, listen, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us on uh, on your Wednesday night. Uh, we got uh, 2,000 still in the venue. 
Uh, make sure you guys get your super chats in. Make sure you guys get them in. We'll hang out. Let us know what you think of the show tonight. And all that good stuff. We got this here. Let me send this to Jesse. Sending it right now, man. There you go. Hit that thumbs up, guys. We got 871 likes on the live stream chat right now. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Can we get to 1,000 before we get out of here tonight? Continue to hit that join button as well. Become a VIP right here on Off The Scripts. And make sure you guys hit that subscribe button as well. And turn on that bell for all notifications. Hoyt Reynalda with a 199 Super Chat. I feel bad for Triple H on the Speeded Error is awesome. I feel bad for Triple H every day, bro. MGM Ballin with a 999 Super Chat. I love AEW and hate WWE as much as y'all. But am I the only one that was annoyed about the way Dax took the bullet? Why couldn't he just attack Punk from behind and then end up taking the pin? Because MJF is the leader and Dax is a true soldier. That's why. Tony Brown with a 499 Super Chat. My dynamic duo, JD and Jesse. Question, how about Omos with MVP? Just a thought. No. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, bro. Merry Christmas. Wow. Merry Christmas. That's fucking awesome. That's going to make worth... That's going to make Rampage worth watching, just for that. Oh, wow. That's fucking awesome. I can't wait. I got to watch that. AEW Mark 2018. Thank you for the re-up for three uh, three months, man. They keep on teasing the MJF Warlow breakup. And we get to see possibly Undisputed Era versus the Elite, which will be Young Bucks and Omega. My boy James with a six-month re-up. What's up, OTS fam? Hope everyone has a great Xmas and Happy New Year because AEW is now undisputed. Love y'all. Jerry and Jesse, here's to you both. Thank you, man. Running the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. Re-ups for 11 months. In my opinion, best wrestling on TV every week on the best podcast. Thank you, brother. Man of 1,005 holds with a $2 Super Chat. Also, main event. Trios titles are coming. I can't wait. I can't wait. Marcus Thomas with a five-all super chat. Who is the next four TNT champions? I got Andrade, Pac, Ethan Page, and Eddie Kingston. JD and Jesse, thank you for this awesome podcast on Wednesdays. Uh, the next four TNT champions? Uh, I don't know, man. You'll have to watch Rampage on Friday. You're missing one guy. Hooligram with a $5 super chat. Don't mind me. I'll be hooking on Xmas. Happy holidays, OTS fam. And enjoy your well-deserved upcoming break, JD. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Thank you, Hooligram. As always, brother. The Gary Spear with a $2 super chat. Spicy wings are greater than spicy tacos. I don't know, man. I enjoy myself a good taco. You have a lot of good food. Brian Bodice with a Canadian $5 super chat. I don't get to watch you live 
very often as I am a trucker. So this is a treat. The Mustang is incredible. JD's the pinnacle of the IWC. Hashtag OTS for life. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Nobody's cell phone. Who? What? Works in trucks, don't they? What happened? Yeah, cell phone. Cell phone work in trucks, don't they? Uh, yeah. Listen, man, you got to keep your eyes on the road. I Nobody's doing what we're doing here, Brian. Thank you, buddy. Cesar Tavera with a $2 super chat. Titus Catering is greater than Guy Ferrari. I don't know who Guy Ferrari is, bro. Is this a new uh, Food Network star? It's Guy Fieri. Flavortown, man. He's getting kind of played, man. He's the bump up the, the Triple D shows somehow, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's recorded a new Triple D show since the fucking pandemic started. You better hurry up now before they shut back down. Well, he did Triple D from his own home, bro. He's got a whole fucking outdoor kitchen. Yeah, I saw that. That wasn't very good. No. Mayhe McClendon re-ups for three months. Thank you, Mayhe. What's up, JD? Gonna be at the Dynamite show in AC on February 9th. Hopefully, I see you there, man. Undisputed 2.0 versus Kenny and the Bucks for Revolution. Um, yeah, that's a tough one, man. I, I don't want to rush Kenny back. Uh, if it takes place at Revolution, sure. But uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe more along the lines of double or nothing. There's no rush for anything here, man. Kenny's gonna be the number one baby face in the entire company. Yeah, he comes back. Mm-hmm. The Kingdom Kid with a 999 Super Chat. Do you think MJF will put Punk through labors like he did with Cody and Jericho in order to face him possibly at Revolution? Or would that be using the, that type of story too much and too soon from Jericho's? No, th- there's not going to be any any labors. Um, if, there's any, if there's anything that you guys are worried about as far as what this feud is going to look like, CM Punk is in full control of whatever he wants, and I'm sure he's going to do it right. Yeah, no. Punk, Punk is on the bump counter, guys. Yeah. And he's he's not going to be wrestling very long. And the time that he is wrestling, he's... So he's got a... He's got a finite number of matches and bumps he's trying to take right Yeah. Drizzy Drew with a 199 Super Chat. Hope MJF is okay. Just wow. Reminded me of Starks. Yeah, that was a nasty bump, bro. That was a big-time nasty bump. Spirit of the Wolf with a five-dollar super chat. When Jeff Hardy gets signed to AEW, will they be able to use the Hardy Boys' name, or is that copyrighted by WWE? Uh, should Hardy Family Office disband when they reunite? Absolutely, and uh, I think they may actually go under the name of Team Extreme. If I'm not mistaken, we'll see what happens. I don't know what's copyrighted and what isn't by WWE. Everything seems to be nowadays. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that. I mean. No, no, that's a tricky one, man. That's that is their name. I mean, yeah. WWE can't copyright boys. No, and that's their name. So I don't know. That's a tricky one. That's a lawyer. That's a lawyer one right there. That's a kind of close one. I think they'll be. I think they'll be going on the team extreme. Maybe Susan D'Ambrosio with a five dollar super chat. Just wanted to wish my OTS family a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and thanks for being there for me when I lost my mother in June. Susan, always. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Susan. All of all of the OTS fam. Merry Christmas, guys. DX for life with a Australian $5 super chat. They mentioned Wardlow was in the top five, and he could be a contender at Revolution for Hangman. 
And there could be a story that connects to MJF, maybe. Um, I I don't know, man. I, I really I really don't know. Uh, I don't find that to be interesting at all. Though with Revolution, if we do get a third match with Paige and Brian, um, and we get Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, I know what the main event of that show is going to be, and it's not going to be Paige and Brian. Yeah, look, it goes like this: if if you separate Warlow from the Pinnacle, and he's not already over as fuck, getting you're already you're already behind the chase, and now you're trying to get the guy over. And for weeks, we're already looking at nothing but um, Sean Spears matches, and then you know FTR matches, and then you know just to get to MJF, you're trying to get him over when you released him before he was over. I'm saying he shouldn't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting Wardlow in a singles role, world title role match anytime soon, especially before MJF. Yeah. Um, Denisa with a five dollars super chat. I might be going to the TBS premiere here in New Jersey. You guys have any predictions for what else might happen that night? Love listening to you guys. Thank you, Denisa. Um, I I don't know. Uh, all I know is it's going to be a big night. And the rating should be a big one for AEW as they will finally be back in prime time on the West Coast. Because right now they're not. They're airing at 5 p.m. on the West Coast because of the NHL. But um, all I can say is if you're going, it's going to be a fantastic show. Nobody does a live show like AEW. Jesse and I know firsthand. We've been to many. Cyberpunk Rain with a $20 super chat. Hey, just JD and Jesse. Wanted to stop by and show some love to you and the chat. I listen to your show every day at work. Wish I could be in the chat more, but I work overnight, so I always catch the replays. Thanks for all you do. I appreciate you, man. I'm glad we could keep you company working overnights, man. As long as you're here supporting, bro, any way you can, we always appreciate you. Eric Newton with a re-upping for five months. Thank you, brother. Thanks for reigniting my love for pro wrestling. I haven't enjoyed wrestling until I found your channel and AEW. I'll have a blue moon if venue has it. Of course we have blue moon, bro. You want a lemon or an orange in your blue moon? I prefer an orange. Lemons and blue moon? Yes. Really? Yes. This is coming from a beer connoisseur, bro. I know. You would know. I thought it was just an orange thing. No, no. AK Bear becomes a new member, bro. What are you drinking? The first round's on me, man. Jedi Joker 93 with the $10 Super Chat. Since the announcement of the Owen Cup, I've been thinking, just spitballing here, but maybe 10 or 20 years from now, we get an AEW Hall of Fame and Owen is in the first class. Thought. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, I'm not really thinking about an AEW Hall of Fame right now, bro. Um, And boy, would that that stick in Vince's fucking craw if Owen was inducted into a Hall of Fame before... A WWE Hall of Fame. I'm already. That was already thinking about. They they will get a Hall of Fame. They, yeah. They deserve one. How soon or how late? I don't know. I've never sat around and tried to brainstorm creating a Hall of Fame. But I don't know how much love or hate Vince might have for Doctor Doctor Hart. I mean, she sued the holy hell out of him. Yeah. I mean, can you blame her? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Thank you, Jedi. Cam G with a ten dollars super chat. Hey, Jay Z, just stopping by the venue. Miss Dynamite tonight, but saw a clip of O'Reilly, and it looked great. Also, happy holidays. 
You've inspired me to start my own wrestling content. OTS for life. Thank you, Cam G. You grind away in the new year, brother. I'm going to be recharging my batteries at the end of the month, and then we're going to be hitting day one hard. That reminds me. I've been kicking around, and this, this, is, this is breaking news to you guys. I've been kicking around doing some form of a, of a live stream, maybe like a, um, a watch along with um, one or both of the darks on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, what do you guys think? Would you guys be interested in seeing live uh, watch along W Dark? Just for fun, because it's clearly you know, pre recorded knowledge. But anybody who wants to just hang out and shoot this shit while they watch Dark, who'll be into it? There you go, guys. You want to see Jesse do some live watch alongs on uh, Dark Elevation and AEW Dark? Let him know. Let me know. Uh, thank you, Cam G. I appreciate you, brother. Ryan Awesome. With a 499 Super Chat. When AEW introduces the trio's titles, I can see Undisputed Era, Punk, Darby, and Sting going after them. I could see a whole bunch of fucking people going after them, bro. Lots. Yeah. The whole fucking the whole fucking roster is a is a group. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Um Bushi Clementine with a five dollar super chat. Thoughts on AJ Styles and AEW. I think he's done with wrestling after WWE, but who knows? Um I think AJ Styles has uh, till 2024 left on his WWE deal. And uh, I do not think he's done. I do think that he ends up in AEW. And I do think that he gets his match with Kenny Omega. Yeah, I, I, I think I think when he signed that deal, I think AJ planned on being done. Yeah. And now that AEW has gotten to the level that it's at with so many of his friends there, I could see him... Not carrying on another four or five year deal, but I can see him signing on for a year just yeah. to get some matches under his belt, you know? Yeah. yeah. Year, two year tops, and then he calls it quits. Yeah. BW Rosas with a $2 super chat. Undisputed Error versus SE Super Elite at Revolution in a trios match. Uh, yeah, Revolution. Uh, I'm thinking maybe more along the lines of double or nothing. We got to see how uh, injured Kenny Omega is and when he is uh, slated to come back. You don't want to rush him back too quick. He's not really all that needed. Do the Bucks go away and recuperate as well? I don't know. A lot of questions there, but uh, latest double or nothing. MCL298 with a 499 Super Chat. He says nothing. Don't be shy around here, bro. Don't be shy in these parts. Denial Hashmi with a $2 super chat. Best match of the year. In my opinion, it was Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Uh, that was a damn good fucking match. Uh, it's not a match of the year. Can't, can't call you wrong for that one. No, you're not. You're definitely not wrong for that one. I mean, if you if you think that's your match of the year, I have no fucking problems with that at all. Uh, my match of the year, I would probably have to say... Um... And I'm going to be a little biased here because we were there live. The uh, tag team match between the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks at, uh, at All Out. Still cage. So good. That was so good. Yeah. For, for, for me, dude, I mean, only because, look, if you would have brought this up, you know, a year ago, if you would have said, hey, what if, what if you get to see Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega in them right now? What would you think, you know? 
we would say it's crazy. You know, Brian's not leaving WWE. But we got it. So there's no way I could not put that match on top of my fucking list. He got that match, and it was fucking great. Before they even locked up, it was the yeah. best fucking match. Yeah, I mean, that was that was just fucking special. The, the fucked up thing is, man, you know, I don't think that's match the year, but that's not the last time those guys are going to be in the ring together. No, not at all. But like I said, what, that's the kind of question. It's very subjective. That's why if, you, if yours was Walter and, and uh, Dragunov, I'm not going to call you wrong because no. that's that's definitely up there as one of the contenders. For me, it was Brian and Omega. Yeah, no, I'm not, I am I can't fault you for that one either. Just just based on where it was and, the, and, and how important that show was, what that match meant, uh, the yeah. crowd reaction. Uh, that's definitely in the top contenders for match of the year. Uh, the Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks. Uh, Paige versus Brian. Uh, I'd even I'd even say MJF and Darby is in the top five at uh, at full gear. That match was fucking incredible. And there's so many I'm not even remembering yeah. right now. I yeah. gotta be reminded of all. It was well, we had. This was the best year for pro wrestling that I can remember in a very yeah. very very long time. And, and listen, you know, you, you, you want to claim that WWE sucks. We all know it is, but. You know, I can't I can't shorthand some of the stuff that we saw on WWE TV this year as well. Roman versus Brian and the matches they had at Fastlane, the match they had on SmackDown, the triple threat match with Edge at WrestleMania, uh, Owens versus Reigns in the beginning of the year. That was great. You know, WWE's had some had some really good ones as well. Mostly Roman Reigns, but AEW. I mean, they they. they they turned out match of the year after fucking match of the year almost every single fucking week. Yeah. And not only, yeah, somebody just mentioned that in the chat. Let's not forget fucking probably the most important women's match in AEW history right now. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker lights out. Did that happen this year? Was that oh, this no, year? No, that was, that was last year. That was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last year. That, that was last year. No, yeah. yeah, that was last yeah. year. Yeah, that's last year, guys. But even still, but even still, that that will be the, the oh. most important women's match in the company history. Yeah. Uh, Prodigy, RKO, re-upping for five months. Thank you, brother. Happy holidays, OTS fam, and you two gents. Question, are they doing a Christmas Dynamite or just a Rampage? Just a Rampage. Tonight was the holiday edition of Dynamite. MCL298, there you go, brother. 499 Super Chat. Do you think that switching the first match would have made Kyle O'Reilly's debut a little bit more impactful? No. I think you start hot and then you uh, you just drop the boom there. And that's exactly yeah. what Tony Khan did. Lefty and you do it, he, he did it this way. I mean, it, it, there's a there's a pro and con for doing it either way, but you do it this way to get um, Dynamite and Kyle O'Reilly trending while the show is still on. Wait, now, now the chat, Jesse's saying that the Lights Out match was March 2021. Was it this year? No way. Was it? Ah. And yeah, that's up there. Man. Let me see. I'm going I'm to Google that right now. Rosa versus Britt Baker. Yeah. Yeah, it was this year. Was it? Yeah. yeah. That's up there, man. I apologize. I, I don't, for some reason, I thought it was last year. Yeah, if that's this year for AEW, that matches in the top five. Well, then, I mean, if it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it makes all the sense in the world to have a one-year anniversary, Jesse, in March next year to have the match happen again. Well, one-year anniversary. 
that, that, that's literally one year that the um, revolution March. Well, I mean, March 20th was when the match happened. Uh, Revolution's oh. March 6th. So it will basically be almost a year. Yeah, man, that's that's that's, that's, it's, that's almost, it's almost like they planned this booking a long time ago. What is the chat? Hmm. What is it? What, what is it, chat? LTB. Long term oh. booking. Wow. Wow, man. Amazing. I, I don't know. I, I just could have swore it was last year, but there you go. All right. It's been a long year. It's been some. Really I know. It's, I know it's been a long fucking year. <laughs> it has. <laughs> uh, Danny Lennard with a 249 in uh, pesos. Rest up, Jay. The happy holidays. Kyle O'Reilly debut plus hook at Rampage. AEW rocks. By the way, do you think Sammy G will retain? No. I do not. I think Cody Rhodes wins the TNT title. You know what I like about Hook right about now? Uh, what if, if Imagine if Hook was in WWE getting the same fanfare and popularity that he got first match. We would have already have seen Hook another three to four times by now and he'd be in a fucking title match with Roman. I mean, because they just speedball the shit. We're still getting pre-recorded Rampage matches with It's a slow fucking... I'm waiting for a live dynamite response from the crowd for Hook. But we gotta wait. We gotta fucking wait. Because slow build. Bro, do you, do, do, do you see how, like, with the debut of Hook and how it went over and we see, you know, all the other pillars in AEW... And then you take a look at Dominic Mysterio, how fucking Dominic has been failed by WWE. Hook is already leagues ahead of Dominic Mysterio, and he's Rey Mysterio's son. Yes. And, and here we go. And, and and that's that's very poor, dude. I mean, I, I said that Dominic should be positioned to get to where he needs to be. Yeah. And they don't give a shit about him anymore. No. He, he's, they started off hot with him with Seth, and they just cooled him off and stopped caring. Look at look at Braun Breaker. He just started in the company. Fantastic, nice progression. And now where is he headed to the fucking world title already? There's just no slow build. He's gonna be world champion before you know it. Yeah. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but just just take your time. Take your fucking time. He's already he's gonna be champion. Just like look. Hoyt Reynaldo with a 199 super chat. Please explain to my friend why I don't bitch for AEW. Because they don't they don't insult their fucking fan base, that's why. And they give you professional wrestling. They don't give you uh cream pie queen Tony Storm, and they don't give you uh cringe Becky Lynch, big time cringe, and Liv Morgan and all this other shit. WWE champions losing on TV and non-title matches. That Liv Morgan promo was the drizzling. That shit was shit. fucking terrible, dude. It was so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Becky Lynch wins the fucking title based off how, how terrible that promo was. That was bad. Like I wouldn't <laughs> even hot shot I, I would not. That was so fucking bad. Jesus Christ, man. I and mean, if I want to listen to somebody read a teleprompter, man, I'll listen to fucking Biden. Man, it just seemed like it, it, she did there was zero emotion. I turned on Raw. I turned on Raw for like 20 minutes during that during that segment, and that and that promo came on. Dude, at the end of that, I turned it off. It was so bad. It was just so cringe, man. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's what a disaster, Liv Morgan, man. If she wins, if she wins the title on day one, what's going to happen? She going into WrestleMania as the women's champion? <laughs> no, no. Fuck out of here. Hoyt. I'm all. I'm all. I'm all for a good hot shot when they calls for. This is. This is. This is not. This is not one. No. Uh, WWE's already failed their last couple of hot shots, uh, mainly Big E. Now they're going to do the same yeah. thing with Liv Morgan. It's not going to make Liv Morgan uh, look better at all. No. Hoyt, thank you, brother. Uh, Otis, with they fought all Super Chat, just wanted to stop by and show some love. I'm at work right now, but I hope the show was good. I will catch you on replay. Love all you guys. Hashtag OTS for life. Thank you, Otis. Metalhead for life. Thank you for the two four ninety nine super chats. He sends a big super emoji con. Says keep it up. Thank you, bro. And then he leaves another four ninety nine. Says OTS forever. BW Rojas with a two dollar super chat. Dan Lambert was just as hated as Cody tonight. Dan Lambert's always hated, bro. Uh, Brett Robbins with a $5 Super Jet hoping Cody joins the United Kingdom with Will Ospreay, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and TJP whenever they do the chaos invasion angle. I, I don't know what makes you think Will Ospreay is coming in and Cody Rhodes is going to be joining. When am I fucking... When, 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 when them boys getting here, man? Where are the fucking uh, actually, uh, one of my one of my guys, Buddy, he actually is uh, he lives in Delaware, and he met one of the Briscoes on the Delaware Boardwalk. And, no way! Yeah, yeah, and he asked him about AEW, and apparently, according to them, all they said because you know Buddy asked, "What about AEW?" He's like, "Keep your eyes peeled. It's coming." They can. That's the kind of debut they can come in and make a big fucking splash, a big fucking run in in the main, in the main event uh, yeah. match. I thought they were. I, I thought they may have showed up tonight. You know, I mean, anywhere FTR is, man, you're just getting a, a fucking feeling that the Briscoes aren't far behind. Yeah, they're coming and they're already headed straight into the right feud, the perfect feud for them, right with FTR. Perfect. Thank you, Brett Robbins, uh, Troy Turner. $10 Super Chat, AJD and OTS fam. I miss Dynamite tonight due to work, so I'm going to watch it tomorrow. And stop calling them Undisputed Era. They are the Undisputed Elite, baby. So stoked to see O'Reilly in AEW. Uh, listen, man, they're Undisputed Era to me. No, I've been calling them Undisputed Elite all night. Got a nice chant of Undisputed Era tonight. From the crowd. I don't even know if they can get away with Undisputed Elite. I hope they can. If anything, the, the Young Bucks can... Uh, Merchandise anything, man. They'll find a way. Find something, yeah. BW Rosas with a two dollar super chat. Hog status for twenty twenty two. Hope nothing goes poof again. Uh, I have no idea, bro. Um, you know, to be, I, I don't know anything nowadays. But uh, I, I will say this: I, I don't think I don't think Omicron is as bad as everybody's making it out to be. Uh, hospitalizations are are not like they were for the other variants. I think everybody's fear-mongering at this point. I'm not saying people aren't getting sick and everybody shouldn't be careful or take the proper procedures, but I got sick, man. I'm still sick. So My, my, my wife works in the hospital and she says it's basically getting to be as bad as it was when the first round. It's getting pretty bad. 
I, I don't. I don't. That, that, I, that's from what she says. She's at her hospital. I will say that. I, I, I hope. I hope. Listen. I hope nothing happens. WWE apparently is not canceling shows. I know uh, several on the roster have been under the weather, so they tested positive for COVID. Uh, it's just going to happen, man. You know, when, when when you're in the middle of the winter and you got cold season, flu season, all running wild as well, plus whatever else is out there, people are going to get sick. You know? People are indoors more yeah. instead of outdoors. Yeah. It is what it is. It's. Uh, I don't think it's as it's going to be as bad, but I, I hope nothing happens where it shuts down a hog or a WWE. I, I don't want to go through that again. I know the NHL closed up, right? How, how long, Jesse? A week? Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's... <laughs> Nobody wants it, dude. I mean, from what I've seen around my area, at least, I mean, before Omicron, it was like a good 50-50 on seeing people with masks and things like that. I will say right about now, it seems like everywhere you go, everyone has a mask. So it seems like people are a little bit more with the new variant going around. So maybe it will, hopefully. But WWE's got contingency plans, man. They, uh, They may go back to the Thunderdome. If uh, if all all else comes to be uh, a lot worse than it is, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, BW, for the two dollars super chat. Uh, Troy Turner with a ten dollars super chat. Britt ain't gonna drop that title until we get a goddamn rematch between her and Thunder Rosa. And Merry effing Christmas to you, JD, and the OTS fam. Thank you, Troy. Alex Perez with a one ninety nine super chat. Will AEW ever go to the West Coast? Yes. Shakoi with a two dollar super chat. Will you ever have a JD from NY two hundred six Clips channel? No. Uh, it may- already exists somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure somebody has something out there. But uh, I've been contemplating doing a shorts channel. Um, Salrex right now is in the process of making a header and a profile picture. We'll see what happens with that, and uh, you may get some shorts over there for sixty seconds. I don't know. And then we're going to rebrand the uh, gaming channel as well next year. I'm not going to be gaming uh, on it until next year. Taking a break. Don't know what I'm going to do yet. But uh, we will have new artwork and uh, all that jazz next year. Troy Turner with a $5 Super Chat. I'd rather have the drizzling shits than attempt to stomach an episode of Raw or SmackDown. Hashtag OTS for life. Bro, listen, I know once uh, once upon a time or once uh, in their lifetime, everybody goes through the drizzling shits, man. You don't want the drizzling shits. But uh, I would rather have the drizzling shits than watch Raw. Yes. Raw is just awful. That show was, that show was genuinely embarrassing on Monday. It legitimately made me feel fucking worse than I did. AEW didn't make me feel sick tonight. You want to know why? Because it was a good show. It was and I, I, I hate I, I hate these apologists out there. I, I, first off, I hate people who want to take a side in this. Now, granted, yes, I do like the shit on WWE and I love AEW. Why? Because the product's better. But I don't wish death upon WWE. I don't hate people that watch it. I just wonder how you enjoy it and shit like that. But for the people who just lie and try to talk shit about AEW because they don't like it and everything else, I don't see why, dude. If you're a wrestling fan, just like it or don't watch it. I mean, why do you why do you want to put them down and say, "Well, see, if this happened on WWE, look, yes, weird shit happens in, in AEW, and we might not. Why? Because they haven't given it to us 13 times straight over the last month. It happened once. 
Okay, chuckled at it. Let's move on to something else. You feed it to me again, I'm going to fucking shit up. I uh, I tweeted out the ratings for Monday Night Raw on um, on Monday, Tuesday afternoon, 1.554. And people were like, oh, well, AEW's ratings, are, they're only 850 to 900,000. I'm like, so what? Fuck you. What, what, what are you bringing me AEW ratings for? AEW doesn't have a problem with their fucking show. And the reason why their ratings are down is because of the West Coast uh, shit going on right now where they're not airing in prime time because of the NHL. But don't tell me that Monday Night Raw is uh, failing because of Monday Night Football or some other fucking lame excuse. The show sucks. I'm happy to see that rating. Raw's been on TV for 30 fucking years. Yes. AEW's been on on TV for two two and a half years. (laughs) And they've already uh, accumulated a million plus. They, They probably do with the DVR, accumulate a million plus every week. Yeah, you know, three years. How long did it take yeah. WWE to get a million viewers weekly? Give me a break, people. They they are just now starting to expire their three year deals. Yeah, they are just. Now, I mean, it. They are literally rookies at this. They just launched this company. Raw has been here thirty years. You can't get shit right after thirty years. Try something different. Thirty year head start. Still can't write yeah. a good fucking program. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. God. Anyway, guys, we are about to get out. Kal-El with a $5 super chat. What's up, bro? AEW is not perfect, but always entertaining for the most part. Jesse, you eat tacos correctly, my man. But you need that sour cream. Mustangs rule. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Kal-El, bro. Pineapple on pizza, too. Oh, you? my goodness. Anyway, guys, we uh, we are about to get out of here, man. We got uh, a lot accomplished today. I'm tweeting Thunder Rosa. Well, please don't. That's it. I need to know. Leave Rosa alone, man. She got she got other problems to be concerned about. No, this is fucking important, man. What about fucking tacos? Yeah. Listen, man. She's gonna be in Atlantic City in February, man. I got I got a couple of taco spots to take her to. Got Taco Cat, Tiki Taco. Got some damn good spots. Does sour cream belong on tacos? Yes. Yes, it does. Let's get... Miss Rosa to answer that. Yeah, she'll, she'll get back to you next week. Uh, guys, Bro. thank you. Thank you so much. Sean Watkins with a $4.99 Super Chat. OTS for life. Thank you, brother. Troy Turner with a $5 Super Chat. Pineapple on pizza is delicious, Jesse. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, who's that? Block that guy. Troy Turner. Troy Turner. How do, how do you bench him? Where is <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a fucking VIP. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, there you go, man. You can say whatever he wants. God damn it. If Titus wants to serve pineapple on pizza in the venue, man, and it gets requested, it's going to be served. Oh, what the It's fuck not for no. me, though. Anyway, guys, listen, uh, I'll be back. Uh, I may be doing a special live stream tomorrow. Uh, I will uh, announce it on Twitter at some point. Uh, Instead of me doing a bunch of extras, I think I may just go live tomorrow and just hang out for the last uh, OTS of the year before I take my little four-day break. Uh, Then I'll be live on Friday night with SmackDown. But uh, I will keep you guys posted, man. Just follow me on social media at JD from NY206. Um, 
You know what time it is, guys. I need two things for me. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat. And for my VIPs in here, I need those Mustang emojis in the chat. And number two, I need that music on Max. I'll see you guys possibly tomorrow and definitely on Friday for SmackDown. See you guys later. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.